Hey, I'm Ingrid from Ingrid and the Ministers, and we're going to be talking about our new album, Buffhead. I wanted to start by looking back on Kill the Sights. What's it like for you listening to that, and what's changed for you since 2020? Oh my gosh, so much. <laughs> yeah, Kill the Sights was recorded in our guitarist garage by Ollie Devlin um, from Hans Pucket, and I love it so much. It's it was done very fast in three days uh, recording and kind of all gear that a lot of Ollie's gear, but gear we could source from anywhere really, and. It's a very different sound, obviously, and uh, we were in a very different place as a band, and it's pre-pandemic, so I'm I'm quite nostalgic about it. I I really like it, but there are also some bits I was listening to recently, um, some songs where I was like, oh, I don't know what I was on about there, but that's that's okay, that's fine. It's really nice having that little um, time capsule. Are there any key differences in the way Buffhead came together in terms of writing and recording? Yeah, well obviously production-wise, that's a very clear clear difference. This uh, time we, uh, Toby Lloyd uh, from Tiny Triumph Records, recorded us, produced it, um, and mixed. Yeah, 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 engineered it, recorded, um, mixed it. I guess, yeah, it, I guess it's a way rockier album, it's way kind of a bit punk, a bit bluesy, and just a lot, a lot more energy. Like I was having, I just had a big revelation of um, just, oh my gosh, I'm, I'm allowed to, <laughs> I'm allowed to scream, I'm allowed to, um, yeah, just sing about, I don't know, just, just, just scream basically. <laughs> on, um, so I did a lot of that. How long after Kill the Sights was it that you started on Buffhead? Well, started in terms of writing. I mean, I'm always kind of writing, so yeah, there wasn't a particular date where I started, essentially. But I do remember there being um, kind of during lockdown, well, once the first record was out, just kind of not knowing what to do <laughs> with myself. And uh, some people managed to write stuff. I obviously, I just couldn't. I was like, had a big nothing period um but i feel like it was just kind of after that when we came out of lockdown that I started writing a lot of it and then we recorded it last year so yeah about a year ago um last march overall was there a direction you intended to go in before you started the album any themes or ideas you were tapping into um yeah it's definitely i'd say it's definitely about power dynamics whether that's in a intimate relationship or uh, more on a more macro level a lot of it is uh, yeah about uh, people in positions of power and or just that the the feeling that it gave me like negotiating different layers of yeah where, where I was sitting you know sometimes I was given a lot of power sometimes it wasn't and how that kind of felt and yes, very, quite specifically about a relationship I had that was um, kind of exemplified a lot of these dynamics. 
yeah, I'm just I'm just quite interested in, in all that, I guess. Does that tie into the title of the record? Yeah, I guess so. Although that was literally just something the guitarist like threw out there um, after we finished uh, uh, running that song, Buffhead. We I didn't know if it was going to be a thing, and he was just like, "Ah, oh, that one's for the Buffheads, eh?" Like not not really as a compliment, but <laughs> I loved it, and so it's um that's stuck. Yeah, I guess it's a it's a kind of funny insult, but it's, it's satisfying to say. It was, yeah, I like saying buffhead. How did you decide on Broken Leaves to be the opening track? Honestly, it was just kind of what felt right. Um, no particular reason, no. I just kind of like the groove and it's not too heavy to start off with. It just kind of eases you in. Broken Leaves. <laughs> it's, it's, it's all quite personal. Um, again, anger. <laughs> of anger at, at someone. Um, but I was... Um, Listening, I found this old uh, blues, female blues player from, who has a record from the 1980s called Jessie Mae Hemphill. And I was jamming to a lot of her stuff. It's like all out of tune and everything. Um, but she has like amazing, just like amazing rhythm blues guitar. And so I was just jamming to her stuff for ages and then kind of found this. I don't know, just found the, this little groove and I was like, I really like that. So I kind of, um, yeah, just used some more modern um, language <laughs> in the lyrics because a lot of blues is very, you know, obviously old fashioned. Um, and yeah, went from there.
shot myself is a true story um, of my dream <laughs> yeah I just had this really intense dream um, that I was literally holding a gun up and shooting myself <laughs> and honestly I was just like I just I was just like wow that's just so dramatic um, and I kept thinking oh that'd be a great lyric and then I was um I was actually cycling to Golden Bay for a friend's 30th birthday or something and I just kept I was trying to write it while I was on the bike and it's it was really hard because I, I didn't have a guitar or anything so I was literally just like yelling these lyrics like from Takaka Hill as I was like going up going down mostly I couldn't yell when I was going up it was too hard just trying to figure out like a bit of a melody or something and then and figure out the parts so I was really satisfying it was very like like the na na na's were all like as I was like cycling down down the hill screaming <laughs> screaming na 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 and um yeah it was a very fun one
funny because this is the yeah the song I was most surprised about like how it um kind of developed and how I'm really proud of it I think because it kind of marries I love how it marries um a blues kind of structure um ish and chords with um yeah again like more contemporary contemporary stuff and Honestly, this one I love too because I get to do a, a solo in it. <laughs> and this was like my first time where I was like, okay, I'm I'm actually gonna I'm gonna shred now. I wanna I wanna get good at this. Um, so I basically like set it up so that I get to play a solo, um, and it's really satisfying.
yeah so Jack's house is funny like I was thinking um when I was thinking about this interview I was like what what actually happened when we were writing it um and I just remember Kim the drummer um just being so unhappy that we were um singing about a dead baby like I tried to explain like okay this is you know this is the structure it's based on the nursery rhyme the house that Jack built and Kim was just not having a bar of it she was like oh, I just can't you know and so and pretty much the whole band were a bit dubious about it because it is really you know really intense but I was like no it has to be that intense otherwise it's just gonna fall flat like it won't make sense and so I really had to push the band to do it like I was like no this is the structure it, like really worked you know through it meticulously until finally it um, came together and then Kim was like oh this is my favorite song now um, because it finally yeah I had to see it all the way through um, before it kind of clicked this is the house where the baby died
Tits Out is is a flat song. It was I don't know if you've had this before, but you know when you're flatting and there's a one guitar and you start making up silly songs. <laughs> um, everyone's done that, right? Um, well, this uh, that's one of those. Yeah, it just came just came from like um, hanging out with people and jamming, and um, I love yeah I love the idea of a lighthearted um, lighthearted approach to death I guess and I was, I'm literally like can you please sing this at my funeral I don't want to um, don't want any I don't even know if I'll have a funeral what will happen when you know when we die. It just came from that, and now lots of people want it as their funeral song, which is hilarious. Well, it's great, but it's also weird. <laughs> like, like people's mums will come to the flat and will we'll like have jam it, and then they'll be like, "Oh, I really want. Can can you play that at my funeral? I want that to be to be my song." <laughs> one, two, one, two, three, four. Feeling any kind of blue, babe It's just time passing Gotta get used to that feeling There ain't no place I'd rather be than here, babe But I just had to go and disappear So get your tits out, tits out, tits out at my funeral Get your tits out, tits out, tits out at my funeral, babe Go grab a GNT and kiss a friend for me. I want to tits out, tits out, tits out at my funeral. I spent my whole life unafraid of death. Though other feelings nearly spell the end. You were the light that helped me through that dark, dark night. So now I want your tits out at my funeral. Yeah, you tits out, tits out, tits out at my funeral Yeah, you tits out, tits out, tits out at my funeral, babe Go grab a GNT and kiss a friend for me I want you tits out, tits out, tits out at my funeral And your butt cheeks out too, and your nipples out too And every single little part of you Get it all out and let it hang out Come on, let's scream and shout I want to sit out, sit out, sit out at my funeral. I want to sit out, sit out, sit out at my funeral, babe.